on last week's Irrevelations. So number four is wisdom is great. Get a hold of it. Proverbs 5.3, for the lips of the adulterous woman drip honey and her speech is smoother than oil. Gross. Don't go chasing waterfalls. This part was written for people on the spectrum, I think. And I noticed that gays aren't anywhere in this. That's correct. You have to, well, you can kind of add that up from the, I mean, gays all have haughty eyes and lying tongues and shed innocent blood, if you think about it. Is this all you got? Yeah, man, pay your debts. Stay away from whores. They're tricky. All right. Before we turn to the world, I would like to... I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. Is a day late Bible lesson as good as a normal Bible lesson? Or is it even better, maybe? It's had time to pickle. Yeah. It's a a little bit more acid. Yeah, it's like edging. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what it's like, yeah. It's a, it's a better orgasm because you yeah, wait a little bit longer. You know? We're edging our biblical knowledge. We're not letting the audience just mm-hmm. have that sweet release. Right. We're fucking stepping on them with our high heels and doing stuff like that. Exactly, exactly. This is a tangent. This is just loosely related to what you were saying, but I was watching this HBO special about um, the Bunny Ranch in like Reno, Nevada, I think it is. It's like a, yeah. it's like a legal whorehouse. Yeah. But it was like um, no nudity, which was a bummer, yeah. you know, because I'm like, that's your job. So what do you care? You know, but everything's blurred out. I'm like, what the fuck? this is HBO. What, what the fuck is the problem here? But um, so that was annoying. But uh, it was like just the lives of like prostitutes coming into town and kind of the it was pretty fucking gross. But there was a couple of people in there. And one of them was like a girl that just showed up and she thought she was going to try it out. Yeah. And so she's going to like, it's just like normal. It's it's funny when it's like a job like that, where your job is to fuck other guys or a group yeah. of men or like an entire fraternity that shows up and they want the discount. Yeah. Generally um, weirdos. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, like you know, I'm not coming whatever. after sex workers, but I'm just saying generally the guys that show up there kind of weird. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you're there for a conference. You got an extra 50 bucks in your pocket, whatever the fuck. I yeah. Know. Yeah. You're in a loveless marriage. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listeners of the audience might have guessed, but I love niche subculture, just like the oddities of like, uh, so I thought it was fantastic, just the intricacies of horror subculture, okay. or horticulture as I call it, because um, <laughs> uh, it was like, because they have to like negotiate their prices. Do they call themselves There's, whores? I, I think prostitutes. I mean, I don't know. Isn't whore or, synonymous with prostitute? I, it's sex for money. I feel it. I feel like whore is a derogatory term. No? I mean, probably all of it is. Technically, I guess the term is sex worker, but this was like 2012, so they were whores. No, it's right now. It's 2021. What are you saying? Back then, they were whores. I'm policing your terminology, not the show's terminology. (laughs) 
Look, I just look. Obviously, we're not exactly uh, on as far as tone goes. We're not exactly right. like some sort of uh, role model. But right. where we can, I like to at least be like uh, considerate of other people. So, so I there's know. a, and I don't know what the term is. Uh, I guess it's called a coven of whores. And what they were, <laughs> and it was just like they were talking about like negotiating prices and like the salesmanship of it. And they're technically contract yeah. work. It was this whole, I was like, I, I was all in. I, I, I was obsessed with the show. And yeah. I, I don't give a shit about the fucking. I just care about like them being like, she's late again. I guess I'm going to have to suck yeah, this drama. guy off. You know, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> You know, she's like, always I, late when the guy with MS comes in. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, not uh, MS. Or, I'm thinking of uh, the other one. Anyways. Jesus. What's the disease where you're like super fucked? Must. Uh, oh my god. What's the one where you're like yeah. super fucked up? I, I don't mean, know. There is multiple sclerosis. Yeah, that's not what. I'm and thinking there's of. muscular atrophy. God muscular knows what the dist- fuck you were muscular going for. dystrophy is what I was thinking of. What they were looking for was cystic fibrosis. When the cystic fibrosis guy comes in. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that fake? Anyways, yeah. Uh, uh, but anyway, okay. it was just a, it was just a deep dive in like the, you know it, you could literally transplant all the same conversations and they would be parallel to any day at McDonald's. You know, shift disputes and fucking payment arguments and I don't want to work a double shift. Well, fucking Becky called out, so we need you to step up. He's like, I just got rammed by eight guys. Yeah. This morning, and now I got to fucking go back in there and bang the football team. Like, come on, Becky's got to come. She's always doing this. Is there There's really, a- like, group things happening? Oh, yeah. What? There, there was I really a few- wouldn't have guessed that. Huh? I really would have guessed that was, like, be, like, bad. Like, they wouldn't do that. It sounds no. dangerous. And it was weird because the head whore, um, they recognized her the, because she she's was- She's called a mistress. What? Wait, madam. The, the madam. No, no. I mean, she was she was definitely not management. She was oh, she was okay. just like the team lead. I don't know. I don't know what you'd call okay. her. The quarterback. The quarterback. Yeah. No, she just does. Uh, she just does she, the employee of the month. I don't know. I don't know what you'd call. Again, that's what I love about it. You know. But yeah. like, she was the old hen that everyone looked up to, and like the reason they all looked up to her is because they they, they first of all just terminology. I'm just, you know let's just fucking talk about it. But like they called it partying. You know, like she could afford to party for days and she can party with as many guys as she needs. I'm like, just say fucking. What are we doing? Here? Well, maybe that's like part of the deal. I don't know. But whatever. But, you know, but like the whole point was she could handle like she could do seven guys in the morning at once. And then they showed like a couple of like frat guys coming together and she's like taking them by the hand. Like, well, all three of you at a time, whatever. That's just extra money. You know, yeah. the bulk rate, you know. Yeah. It's like two songs for a nickel, three songs for a dime, you know? Okay, and let's be real. Like, I mean, it's probably you're making way more money for not really much more work. Right. right? Yeah. I mean, and that's what I thought about. So they had like this one girl who was new. She's new and she's like shadowing on the job, you know, to make sure she can handle it. You know, yeah. they, they, they bring her with one of the, you know, the, the, the more senior, uh, uh, whatever's. And, uh, but the point was like, she was obviously not into it. That's what, I don't know what you, this long conversation started from that was yeah. that there was this, this fucking fat business guy comes in and it's like, it's like when you have like a waitress that's shadowing, you know, where she's like, hi, I'm Tammy and this is Maria. She's going to be shadowing me today. And if you have any questions, I'll be able to help. And it's like, yeah, yeah. But what we're doing is we're going to suck your balls, you know. But yeah. so the team lead is just there to kind of watch the new girl fuck this guy and be there to help out. But it's obvious that like the new girl bit off way more than she could chew. 
and is yeah. not and is at the last minute be like you know i thought this would be glamorous but uh i actually don't want to fuck some old ass fucking guy for two hundred dollars i've decided that's yeah i don't think that's who i am today. <laughs> you know? yeah like, you really got to be able to hold your nose in that job so, i imagine i don't know i was just so fascinated because the other like the senior lead's like well i guess i gotta get in here and make sure this fucking guy's satisfied i don't want a bad mps score afterwards or whatever you know i don't want to i don't want a shitty yelp review if this yeah. guy doesn't get doesn't come all over someone's tits you know does it blast rope all over this fucking shag carpet or whatever? Did, is it like uh, censoring these dudes' faces? Uh, some of them. Okay. Some, of, some of them are like, yeah, man, I come here every Saturday. Fuck it. You know, nice. <laughs> this is going to be on TV. Great. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, um, but yeah, so he's like, so like the other girl just like, all right, I'll get in here. I'll fuck this guy. And you kind of watch them blurred, their genitals blurred out. And the other girl's like, hee hee, I'm here too. And I'm like tickling. I'm tickling. You're really getting, um, you're getting extra central because you can't have it, you know. And I'm like, I, if I pay good money, I'm going to fucking have, you know, like I don't, I don't walk into a McDonald's to smell a burger. Real quick, not to circle back, but do you think the guys that agreed to be on camera uh, wanted to probably just use it like as an alibi eventually. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, because they murdered somebody? Well, yeah, they're like obviously killing people, right? Or uh, it is other Reno. types of awful uh, crimes. That's why. That's what you do when you have a city surrounded by desert. Look at Israel. You know. Yes. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They've been in the news, but anyways. Yeah, we're not talking about Israel today. We did that last week, but um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so it's, I don't know, I, that's, that's just a but we are that one whore that bit off too much than she could chew, and now she's, like, teasing it off and, like, pretending that that's what she meant to do the whole time. Like, this is for your benefit. This is for your benefit. You bought two whores. You're really only getting 1.2. Uh, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's what I meant. That's, that's, well, I'm glad you've been enjoying culture and taking in lots of new experiences. Yeah. Have you thought about doing that? What? A whorehouse? Yeah, being one. A whore. Being a prostitute. A, a sex worker. Uh, a sex worker. Sex worker. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but um, I have been propositioned. This is a tangent. No one's, this is not an interesting tangent, but as a joke. Yeah. Wink. Kind of. I put a Craigslist ad like a decade ago for a yeah. sperm donor. With, like, basic Pokemon-level stats. I'm like, I will fucking... I will give you a half-breed kid if you got the money. <laughs> and I'll tell you this. The thing that made me stop doing it was almost immediately I had a bunch of lesbians, like, in earnest, reaching uh, out for... And I was like, oh, that's... I don't really want to... Why don't you just do it? So, I, mean, I, I don't know. Apparently, the legal ramifications of giving sperm are quite dire. You know, it's it, you got to go through a legal donor i was just gonna yeah someone that'll like protect you versus yeah. like they do you like just give them a turkey baster full of cum and then suddenly child support bills show up exactly. at your house exactly yeah so the, okay. the, the real logistics of it were, were nightmarish and i didn't want to like i have a bunch of like actual human beings that are That'd actively trying to conceive and looking for i was like oh i don't i don't like how this feels but yeah. that was that was what me i was like yeah this isn't even funny anymore i don't care but sure what, not that funny was, you're that, correct <laughs> That was like 5% of the responses. The other yeah. 95% were just gay guys uh, just being like, all right, bro, listen up. So here's the thing. I will. I am discreet, and I will <laughs> just come to your house, and I will discreetly suck you dry. And I'm like, this says he's discreet. You know? like, I mean, like, I'm, it's a Thursday afternoon. I'm not doing anything. I wear a blindfold. He's doing all the work. I, you know, I, I'm trying to find an argument against it. You know, like I'm trying to think yeah. about why I wouldn't. <laughs> Turns out I'm not gay, but that shouldn't stop you. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I'm picturing you working at a whorehouse, and like yeah. you're in the little lobby where the girls come in and pick a guy yeah. or the guys, whatever. Yeah, good. I guess so. That's a go. Dollars to donuts is going to be mostly guys, but yes. Yeah, but let's say that you're working at one, and I can see them like you're just the picky guy where like you only fuck Instagram models, and it just <laughs> so you never even twerk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, I'm not, I'm not any, and they're like, aren't you the whore? And I'm like, yeah, but. <laughs> hey, I mean, sex workers should be allowed to pick their people, so. Yeah. Well, you know, and I was just like, these guys are discreet. You know, that's the whole fucking selling yeah. point. You know, I'm like, well, you know, like, like I was thinking about, like, potentially, like, double booking it, you know, like, just getting a couple of guys in, and I'm just sitting there, and it's like a pack of hungry, hungry hippos. I'm like, guys, guys, discreet, discreet, be discreet. <laughs> Put your camera away. <laughs> <laughs> just eight you, more guys show up. I'm like, I've only got a- the one dick. God. Are you shooting a live TikTok video? <laughs> That's illegal. I just, I just, there's kids on the More guys walk in, someone yells world star. I'm like, I don't have enough. (laughs) Discreet. Uh, And then your poor dogs. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would love some kind of weird human centipede train situation where I'm just sitting at like the fucking top of a pyramid. It's three guys sucking my dick and then three guys sucking their dicks. And it's just, you know. Yeah. Discreet. That'd be cool. So, but yeah, that really happened. So, well, I'm glad we got to but, talk about that. The only other, <laughs> the only thing I came prepared to talk about today is that they just announced a new Boss Baby movie's coming out on my birthday. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's exciting. Well, I know where I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> Killing yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, um, fly it. We'll do it. We'll, we'll go to a theater in Orlando. We'll all, do right, all right, we'll do Boss there. Baby. We'll do that's Boss a. Baby. This is just an odd tangent again, but um, that just made me think of like um, I was I was watching something about like um. My Little Pony, yeah, Friendship is Magic had like a live action, or not live action movie, but like a movie, like an animated movie. Okay, um, concerned that, that you in, know this. That was in on. theaters. Well, I, I'm in some dark places, and yeah. the thing I saw was it was like they know, they fucking know. It was a friendship, a My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic movie, where I don't know what the fucking premise is. I didn't see it. But somehow the horses become teenage high school girls. And I'm like, oh. okay, you know exactly what the fuck is going to oh. happen here. Yeah. And, and the article was from mothers of children. Like little girls are like, oh, I want to see that movie. And they're showing up to the theaters. And there's no. just grody fucking bronies just masturbating next to them. You know, like freaking them. Like it was a whole horror, horrific nightmare of like the adults that watched that show. What? Showing up in a theater to watch and like the parents unbeknownst to them. Or like my little girl likes ponies so she wants no. to be an equestrian, you know. And you're next to the smelliest man ever. Oh, Jesus Christ. That does sound awful. I don't, you, you don't know what you're saying. I went and saw the, uh, Dragon Ball, I saw a Dragon Ball movie not too long ago, like three, four years, something about like Super Saiyan God or whatever. I didn't really pay attention, but it was a Dragon Ball movie and you, what, somehow- You were too busy it, jerking off? Yeah, yeah, well, it was, it was, yeah, yeah, too busy jerking off to go to the theater. Um, but someone had gotten an extra ticket and I was like, okay, I, I'll go, you know, whatever. I got nothing sure. going on. It's a, it was a Saturday morning show. It was at 10 a.m. in the morning. I was like, fuck. All right, this is such a fucking commitment. What? But okay. But it was sold the fuck out. It was in the Orlando, like, Cobb Plaza, like, downtown Orlando. They had sold the fuck out. There was only one showing. And, like, we showed up there, and it was the worst experience of my life. 
where like I get there and I'm already just uncomfortable. Like the the fucking weirdos and the creeps that were there to watch that movie. I was like, ah. And it was completely sold out. There were people like getting into like arguments with the staff. Like, what do you mean there's no fucking tickets? And it's like it's reserved seating. You know exactly how many seats are available. You know, like, fucking well, stand in the corner. I have to see this movie. And I was like, well, I'm gonna give them my ticket, but just because I don't want to be here. But I'll sell, I'll scout. But I chose not to. But anyway, we, we went and saw the movie. It wasn't great. It smelled awful. Just how could it be good? Where, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it couldn't be good. But the I remember the movie ended. And it just the whole theater just smelled kind of bad the whole fucking time. Yeah. And then a bunch of people spontaneously sh- go to the front, like right, but be- you know, between the first seat and the screen, that little area, uh-huh. and just started like charging up. So I was just going, ah! and I was like, Missy, get the f- <laughs> fucking! I will climb over the railing. I have to get out of here. Where's and- James Holmes when you need him? <laughs> I was about to put on my fucking Joker makeup and just tear yeah, the place yeah. apart. Okay. Um, but anyway, and then like, so we pile in like the little narrow hallway to just get the fuck out of there. And then the absolute stench of it all. And I was like, yeah, is this sounds- a show for fucking children? It's just awful. But so sure. yeah, let's go watch Boss Baby when you're in town. And we'll- okay. Oh yeah, it should be fine. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, these are all sinful things and, and, and you know. There, if I had read this book that we're going to read today, I would have known to stay away from it because yeah, there's a lot of yeah. wisdom we're going to cover today. That's true. This is. Do you know what? Okay. Well, let's get, before I give my fucking rant about this book. Okay. Uh, this is the Revelations <laughs> podcast. Uh, we're here. I haven't said this in a while, but we're here reading the Bible so that you don't have to. Have you not um, been? I thought that like I don't know. We're, we're no, I sloppy. Said that. We're getting so yeah. sloppy these days. It used to be, like we have like notes on what we're supposed to do, like as if we're professionals and like yeah. our catchphrase and saying our podcast. You know what the fuck it is? These are all like we basic do most shit. Of it. I just don't fucking care. I don't know. We do most of it. I still yeah. tell people what time the Bible talk starts, even though I'm pretty sure most people just listen to the part without the Bible. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Anyways, the Bible's the uh, I'm granted voice. I mean, it's all pretty bad, but I'm Cole Yeah. yeah. And, None of uh, it's uh, salvageable. No. Yeah. This is not. It's weird that we haven't got any uh, advertising dollars yet, but whatever. Yeah, I'm not taking it personally. Nor you know? should you. Nor should I. Um, Why would I take a, a a personal offense from a corporation when they're not even you know that's an entity? Yeah, legally a person, exactly. But yeah, so I mean, yeah. So we are on episode one thirty five. Wow, yep, working our way on up. Working our way on up. And, I mean, are we are we more than halfway through the Bible since we essentially just compressed Psalms? Yes, we are. Good. I'm on Good. page 700 out of uh, 1380. So just Good. past halfway. Good, good. Fuck this thing. But, um, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, well, okay, so we're we're in Proverbs. Uh, we're going to try to get as much of Proverbs as we can do today. Uh, and I... I'm gonna upfront say so. So, do you hate this part? Because I, it's repetitive and it doesn't really cover a lot of ground, and it definitely has like sort of a grandiose sort of like look at how fucking profound I am. But it doesn't really say a lot, so I don't know. I'll go one step further than saying repetitive and go to the point of saying it's not just like normal Bible repetitive, which we've experienced mm. and complained about a lot. Yes. It's like twelve-year-old trying to write a book report repetitive. Like mm. that has that's like this child has encountered their first uh, word count requirement or page requirement, <laughs> you know, of their life. They have no idea how to do that. They have like ten things to say that take up a paragraph, but they've got to write four pages. That's what this is like. It is atrociously repetitive. I mean, 
I'm going to hit on it a few times as we go through, but it is fucking baby style, repet- like dumb. Yeah. No? I mean, it's meant for desert dwelling morons, but yes. Agreed, right? And so I have to, even as I try to tell myself, okay, yes, this is repetitive, but it's the like first, you know, it's, it's one of the civilization's formative works or whatever, which isn't even true because they've been around for a while at this point. But mm-hmm. even then, it's horseshit. Like it's just, I don't know. You couldn't, you couldn't think of something else to say. You couldn't have made it shorter for Christ's sake. That would be great. I guess. I mean, to, to your point, I guess I think part of the, 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 how special it is is probably the word count. You know, they're like, yeah, would he have repeated this phrase eighteen times if it wasn't so important? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, but it would be so much easier to retain what it says if they just said it fucking once. You know what I'm saying? Instead of saying the same thing, the same, instead of saying the same five things, thirty different ways. Right. If you just said each of those things and made a nice little list, no one's going to forget it. Uh, (laughs) Just (laughs) as an example, I'm going to read four verses, all from Proverbs. Only one of them is from today's episode, but I'm going to read four verses. I'm going to read eleven one. 1611, 2010, and 2023. 11 1. The Lord detests dishonest scales, but accurate weights find favor with him. All right. Sure. Now, now 1611. Okay. Flip a little bit. Flip a little bit. Honest scales and balances belong to the Lord. All the weights in the bag are of his making. Okay. Let's flip a few more pages. Hmm. All right, we're on 2010 here. Differing weights and differing measures. The Lord detests them both. 2023. The Lord detests differing weights and dishonest scales do not please him. Why? Yeah, what? What? why? That is a good point. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, you've read ahead. I read just the part. And even in that, I'm like, yeah, I got it. Okay. We already know that Solomon has a thing against prostitutes and sluts. Yes. Skinks. Yeah. You know, and, and women probably in general, but. Do you have to tell us four times within a few pages that dishonest scales are bad? So you know, my th- Bible, my Bible states that uh, now that there is no excuse for. What my Bible claims is is that it's a form of poetry called parallelism. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, what you audience you can't know, but Grant was pantomiming, masturbating. Um, yes. But you know, like, oh, he's going to say things twice in a mirrored kind of way to kind of really hit his point. But what they like are like, yeah. But what's not important is that he says this shit over and over and over again. It's not really a, a case of parallelism or poetry. It is just repeti- repetition. You know? Yeah. If he had said that line once, first off, it's kind of obvious. Oh, God doesn't like it when you cheat at the market. Kind of yeah. a given, but fine. Tell me once. That's fine. Yeah. It's a nice little parallelism. He likes honest scales. He dislikes uh, dishonest weights. Whatever. Cool. But yeah. to have to say that over and over again is is fucking stupid. Because it, it, the other thing is, it, it already talks about dishonesty and righteousness so many fucking times that it's it's implied. Come on now. Yeah, we uh, got it. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. It portrays it as if it is profound. It insists upon itself. It's very, I am 14 and this is deep. Like, you know, you don't have the subtlety or the understanding to understand what this work is supposed to be about or or how it looks from a whole. So you're just repeating yourself over and over again like, yeah, yeah, you know you got to stay away from sluts. And, and make sure you don't, like, lie about scales. If you're handing out a bunch of deli meat, you know, don't put your thumb on the scale. Like, yeah, I got it. Like, let's do that again. And it's sure. just like, yeah, I, I got it. it. Again, I almost... 
the analogy I put was a drunk at the bar trying to impart wisdom, mm-hmm. but he's fucking sloshed. So, you know. It's- yeah. And even wouldn't give a good advice if he was sober, you know, so yeah. it's just making it worse. And that's the deepest uh, hypocrisy, I think, of this book, as you just kind of pointed out. It is incredibly conceited. It's very full of itself. And yet constantly throughout what we're going to read today and later, it insists on not being either of those things. It insists on being humble and not full of yourself and not so, you know, but it's not in the slightest. A, a humble man is careful with his words and doesn't prattle on endlessly. And like, yeah, shut the yeah, fuck so up, Solomon. <laughs> let's take a little taste of your own medicine there, a, cowboy. A, a good man who is wise in God, as I am, certainly wouldn't bang a thousand women and destroy <laughs> the nation of Israel. That's not what a wise man would do. Trust me, because listen to my advice. I'll tell you exactly what to do, because I would never do the things that I'm doing. Maybe if he had focused on cleaning his room instead of <laughs> fucking so many different concubines. I like to think that have... I was actually doing a Peterson impression that you are very just overtly doing. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, so, anyway, we, so let's, let's we're starting it. off in chapter 10 today. Um, and, and we kind of led up to this. If you listen to the last episode, this is where the actual Proverbs Proverbs section begins. From here on out, basically, the book is entirely these little, like Cole said, parallel stanzas. Most of them, not all of them, but most of them will say, you know, the good guy does this, the bad guy does this. Basically, that's the formula for every fucking thing. There's no real continuity. There's not necessarily even a thematic bent to it, right? It'll kind of hop around for the most part, as far as I could tell. Yeah, it is. I was expecting something clever. You yeah, know. like a little I, bit more Mitch Hedberg-y. I guess. <laughs> uh, or, or like Aesop's Tales, you know? Yeah. Or something that illuminates a point. This or is just make him me go, telling oh, yeah. you. This yeah. is just him telling you. He's just saying, yeah, a good son makes his dad proud. A bad son pisses off his mom. Got it. Which you I know, wanted I, to talk about. You, you kind of you stepped on our lead here because that's the first <laughs> proverb. Cole just said it. Right, a wise son brings joy to his father, but a foolish son brings grief to his mother. This is classic bigotry, anti-woman bigotry. It's in the same way that, like, oh, when the kid throws the winning touchdown for his team, wins the game, oh, that's his father's son. But when he gets caught killing all the neighborhood cats, like, that's your boy. He, the, the father, <laughs> drunkenly yells at the mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> What is your son doing today? Be like, he, well, he <laughs> shot up Sandy Hook, but yeah, he's kind of fucking. Yeah, I don't think that guy had a dad. But regardless, um, it's it's very right off the bat. Okay, here here's what it's going to be about basically. And and that line, you know, a wise son makes his dad happy, a, a shitty son makes his mom sad. That's the basically what you're going to get for the rest of uh, this entire book, as far as I can tell. Yeah, um, it's um. Oh God, I can't even think of it. There was like a um. I know there was like a C Jack run. It was in that same phrase where it was like little good boy Willie always pays his taxes on time. Bad boy Sam thinks he can uh, hide on his island and claim he's a sovereign citizen. Yeah, you know, do you know exactly what I'm talking about? Goofus I, I and gallant or whatever. Huh? Something in gallant. It's like uh, goofus and doofus and gallant or that sounds Greg- about right. I don't know, but it, it reminds me of these very basic little comics I used to say that would be just very basic. You know, and it'd be like, the good guy walks his dog on time. Goofus and Gallant. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah. It's exactly that. Those Read a works. couple of those. Read a couple of those. Whatever you yeah. got. Goofus bosses his friends. Gallant asks, what do you want to do next? Like, okay, we get it. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's writing, As I said, it's writing for babies. Yeah, uh, and that's exactly the theme. It. It's like, it's like 
a good guy saves his money. A bad guy who hates God spends it on fresh cheeses. And you're like, all right, yeah, okay, got it. Got sure. it, just move it on. And, and some of it is, some of it actually is poignant. So again, or as an example, verse two, ill-gotten treasures have no lasting value, but righteousness delivers from death. Okay, that is kind of an interesting thought, right? Like, do you, there's there's something to the idea that if you gain something dishonestly, that it that it's it doesn't give you a lasting pleasure, which is true. Um, I mean, a, a you're going to get in trouble for it, maybe, or B, you're just going to feel bad if you're not a fucking sociopath. So, okay, <laughs> that's cool. Um, but then s- some of them are awful. Like the next one, we don't have to wait long because verse three, the Lord does not let the righteous go hungry but he thwarts the craving of the wicked. So basically, if you're good, you're not going to go hungry. If you're shitty, you're, he's not going to let you get what you want, which, yeah. sorry, African We've children. Read Job, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're bad. God said it. Sorry, poor um, people. Obviously, the righteous would not be left to famish. I mean, that's not... It says right and here. Bu- and before you pull out your little uh, theology book and want to explain to me that, oh, when it says you're not going to go hungry, it means spiritually or some other horse shit. No way. No. No. And we're going to get to a very specific verse later on that points to the fact that it specifically means worldly hunger, worldly possessions, shit like that. So and we'll that's get to all, it. that's all I would think very first world bullshit. Like, I can understand, like, at Jesus' time when you have a Roman Empire providing for people and, you know, creating walls and shit. It's like, no, no, no. We're about, we're about spiritual growth. You know, whereas like right now, it's like, no, no, it's the, what the Bible is talking about now is actually watching out when you're walking down the road because people are hiding in bushes. And, yeah. you know, and, and getting through no because you, you don't have Winn-Dixie, you don't have Publix, whatever. Like we're talking about being able to feed yourself is a big fucking deal, right? Yeah. So. Socialism wasn't invented yet and people are <laughs> hungry. <laughs> yeah. So this is, we need to take it pretty literally. And again, there's an, there's an example, I think in chapter 12 that we'll probably get to that points specifically to just how worldly we're talking. Um, Yeah. And we don't need to spend too much time. You know, he who winks with the eye causes trouble, but a praying (laughs) fool will fail. So yeah, don't wink. If you wink at a chick and the next thing you know, you know, she's blowing you in the bathroom of an Arby's and now you're in trouble. I really thought you were going to make an Emmett Till joke, which was why I was already starting oh, to cringe. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm glad you did it. I'm proud of you. I thought that's where we were at it. I regret not making it. That's perfect. You're right. <laughs> you wink at a girl, and then they find you. Um, yeah. You can cause a lot of trouble. And then you can create civil rights. So a winking eye can actually uh, make a great sacrifice for justice. That's true. Do the Jesus thing. Um yeah, so you kind of skipped ahead there. There wasn't really anything worth what. The, this is just some of them are really yeah, stupid. I mean, uh, I don't even care if we skip ahead because some of it is repetitive. But no, so I let's agree. Bounce around. Who gives a shit? A lot of them are super vanilla. Here's verse seven. Uh, this is so stupid. The name of the righteous is used in blessing, but the name of the wicked will rot. So it's like, oh, if you are known for being a nice guy, people will say nice things about you. If you're known for being a bad guy, people will say. You know, your name is Mud, literally. So it's like, okay. Uh, Which we know is not true because Beta Cucks finish last <laughs> and Alpha Chads that shit on women, they're the ones that get all the pussy. We all know that. Those Who's are on the $20 bill? Yeah. Not Harry Tubman. If Elliot Rogers had written this book, it would have gone a lot differently. That's true. Maybe next time around he'll write it. Um, uh, I saw one that was actually kind of cool. Uh, verse 19, just to give it some credit, right? I'm trying to actually lay out some praise for the Proverbs here. 
Verse 19, sin is not ended by multiplying words, but the prudent hold their tongues. It's very true. It's like actually a psychological phenomenon, I think, that if you're lying, you do as much as you can to like space it out. Like Bill, the, People have pointed out how Bill Clinton talked when he was testifying about the Lewinsky thing. Mm-hmm. And you see how uh, he, he won't use contractions, right? I did not have sex with that woman. Like it uh-huh. could have just been a no, you know, but people will, will use a lot of words to sort of cover up lies. Um, it's like, a, again, a psychological phenomenon. So the Bible's hitting on something there. Yeah, I guess that could be what that means. I, I, mean, I, don't, like, I don't know another way to interpret it. So, yeah, you're probably right. I, and, you know, the more the more you lie, the more you're going to have to use more words to cover up those lies and blah, 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 blah. So it's a whole thing. That's kind of whatever. Well, Can't yeah, hate. I mean, and that that is a actual thing that, like, liars tend to ramble, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Which is I why I, we talk so much on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was like, like it's like a police tactic, you know? Like, where were you on Friday? Okay, okay. So the thing was, is that, like, if I, okay, like, I remember that I was at the store, and there wasn't enough milk, and so I was like, oh, shit, I gotta buy milk, so I had to buy the 1%, even though I like 2%. It's like, bro, you could just, you know, like, yeah. a normal person speaking the truth doesn't have to fabricate details, but yeah. I don't know if that's profound or if that is what they're talking about i i think it also just means that like lie like you know you can't apologize away sin there's a lot of different ways you could say it to say yeah. that a multitude of words doesn't remove sin to me when i read it i thought it just meant that like you know yeah you fucked up but you can't talk your way out of it you know you, you can say whatever you want sin is sin you know I yeah that's how i, I mean i would it. i would say at, it's at least not as stupid as some of the other stuff in here that's all. That's all I was giving it credit for. It, it, it's reasonable, because then we get to what uh, three verses later, uh, chapter ten, verse twenty-two. The blessing of the Lord brings wealth without painful toil for it. Okay, hold up. So a lot of this book and this chapter in particular are telling us about how you have to work for things. You can't be a slug. You mm. gotta fucking go out and work hard, or you're gonna be, you know. You're going to be screwed. And then it's like, but by the way, if you uh, incur God's blessings, you're going to get free shit. So that sounds like socialism. Is that what that means? I don't know. It just means no sorrow. So I, I don't know. Uh, to me, to me, it I would have interpreted toil, that as like. Without how work. To me, it talks about how like, like you know, those who live by the sword die by the sword. And those who have ill-gotten gains have to live in fear their whole life. It doesn't mean you're not working. I mean, robbery is work. You know, you you do have to work hard to chase someone down and beat them, you know, Um, but it it comes at a cost, whereas like a righteous man still works, but doesn't have that additional cost. Again, we are talking about mysticism and wisdom, so it it is up for interpretation. I'm just saying that's how I interpreted it. Okay, that could be. It's not necessarily contradictory, especially when you compare it to earlier verses, but definitely your interpretation would be contradictory, which is why I don't know if I agree with it. I mean, the Bible is full of contradictions so that doesn't necessarily negate anything, but they had an entire thing of like, he, a wise man works in the summer, you know, whereas a fool sleeps during the harvest. And you're like, I got it. Okay. Yeah. Goofus you fucking and hate cunts. You know? Yeah. It, it almost reads to me like a, um, like a tight five from like a comedian, you know, but it's like, but like one who's not funny, like, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. You know, like the kind of guys that try to use, like I guess pastor is how I would describe it. Like that's what they yeah. say, you know, you know, like like trying to use a joke to teach a message. You know, like you don't want to be one of those jokers sleeping during the harvest. Am I right, you guys? <laughs> Wear a condom or don't have sex. Abstinence is key. You know, like I yeah. you know, like 
okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's a uh, these are perfect little Bible uh, zingers, if you will. Um, what else we got? We've got uh, this is a little more prosperity gospel, a little unjob of it. Uh, 24 and 25, when the wicked, what the wicked dread will overtake them, what the righteous desire will be granted. Okay. Not quite. When the storm has swept by, the wicked are gone, but the righteous will stand firm forever. It just sounds like divine blessings are kind of a guarantee, which again, I mean, we, we have a lot of that. It, yeah. Again, just, why is Job in the book when it, sure. it, it flies in the face of everything that else is. every the whole rest of the book just is in complete contrast to to the book of job yeah you know the the idea that um you're guaranteed bounty if you follow god or whatever when god himself says fuck you you know i don't care about that shit um whatever it, 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 we don't need to spend too much time on 10 but it's like yeah if you're righteous life will be good if you're wicked life will be bad don't be lazy it, you'd almost think that there would be like another like you know you have like the the 10 commandments yeah, I, I feel like you'd have like and thirty things to do, you know, <laughs> like don't be lazy, don't lie, don't fuck sluts, you know. Uh, I don't know what, what else. Keep wisdom. Don't be an ass. Don't yeah, lie that, on your neighbor. Yeah, it's a bunch of general rules. Yeah. Again, a very pra- coming back to like the core of wisdom is that it is a very practical application. You know, thou shalt not murder is a kind of a grand thing. It has a very, it, it, oddly enough, it has a very narrow uh, application. It's like, thou shalt not murder your friends and shit, you know? I mean, definitely go to war, definitely kill people for property, definitely throw rocks and kick them out of condoms and stuff. Definitely do oh, that. Oh, hell yeah. But, yeah, but, but like people <laughs> that have the same like color as you, don't murder. Yeah, be easy on them at least. Yeah. Um, that's chapter 10, right? Anything else from there? That's rough. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Chapter eleven kicks off with that verse. Scales are calibrated. (laughs) Yeah, it kicks off with that verse about scales. Fucking boring. We know it's going to tell us that many more times. I feel like we've already read that earlier in the Bible too, somewhere. But uh, we'll excuse it. Um. Okay. So this is interesting. Then you get to verse four. Uh, Wealth is worthless in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. It's kind of funny because again, we keep insisting that wealth is somehow linked to being righteous. So it's weird that it would put them at odds like this. Um, I don't know what the day of wrath is either. That's kind of exciting, actually. I'm trying to remember. Didn't we just say that? Didn't we just have, like, we'll deliver? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, well, it's 10-2. Treasures of wickedness profit nothing, but righteousness delivers from death. It's like you just literally yeah. the fucking exact same verse pretty much. You know, I got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Very cool, guys. Righteousness delivers from death. Money is no good. Unless it's money that you get by being righteous through God's bounty, then it's then richness is super good, and rich people can't get into heaven unless it's God that makes you rich. So who fucking knows? I don't know. Yeah, there's just there's two types of rich. There's like rich and you know the right color, or rich in the wrong color, which I feel like is kind of the. I, I guess mean, ill-gotten not- gains could be what it's pointing to, but uh, I, I don't guess. know. I don't know. Or, or maybe, I mean, there's a lot of subtlety, and, and it is, we're not going to spend the time to get into every specific verse, because it's just too, I don't know, paint by the numbers, kind of, you know? Like, yeah, you could get in the nuance of ill-gotten gains versus maybe gains that are gotten through righteousness, but then, yeah. like, you use them to, like, establish yourself, and, and you don't pity the poor, and you don't grant, you know, you hoard it. So, there, there's a lot of different... 
it's going to cover a lot of the same ground. Oftentimes it is just a straight repeat, but yeah. sometimes it's almost the exact same thing just with that slight twist, you know. Like, hey, you know, money is good if it's given from God, but money's not good even if it is given from God if you don't, you know, share it with the people, you know. And, you know, wisdom granted from God is great, but if you hold your peace when people are being foolish, then you're a fool, but also wisdom listens and the fool speaks. Yeah. yeah. One of the insane things about it that I haven't really thought about is that, um, you know, it talks about how God will grant you with all these earthly riches and prosperous and like look at Job at the end of Job, right? He gets mm. all he becomes like the most wealthy man on the planet or whatever. Yeah. Do you think there actually exists in history someone outrageously wealthy that was a good person? I can't imagine that there has been. Even like even a decent person. Wealthy that was a all around good person? Just no, just on average a decent guy. No. <sighs> I'm sure it exists. No. I, I nope. think there was like um no, <laughs> I mean, uh, it depends on your definition of wealth. And I guess also, like, like, I would have considered until, like, I don't know, this month, like, Bill Gates to be a relatively decent person, you know? Oh, I knew. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, whatever. I, I don't know that hoarding wealth is by definition an evil trait. I never really understood the whole, like, we shouldn't have billionaires trend i i think there's a fair place to say that like jeff bezos having more money than god uh being literally richer than the dragon smog from the hobbit who sleeps under a mountain of gold being richer than that but then it's like well we have to fight unionization with every ounce of energy that we can fight it you know and we're not going to raise the minimum wage and we're not going to it's like you know how much money do you need that you still have to slurp out the little people and strain them like well that's my point i don't think you can get to i don't think you can get to like jeff bezos status without having something in like wrong with you like inherently wrong with the system probably no with you as a person with you as a person i don't know but then again i guess you know there's never i guess there's been some people that have been at the pinnacle of wealth at all times you know there were kings and and people have acquired wealth through that i don't know if my thought process is probably on some level there was somebody, you know, there was somebody who gained wealth in some way that you're like, that's pretty cool. And they were a decent person, like a lottery ticket winner or or like, um, I don't know, I'm, like I'm, I think of like Jonas Salk and like some people who whose life was defined by just utter sacrifice and devotion. Did Jonas for Salk die rich? I don't think Jonas Salk died rich. Jonas Salk famously didn't patent his vaccine. Yeah, that's, that's know, the so point. He I wasn't a rich I man. Guess. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess. You're proving my point. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I, like, um, my personal hero, and I can't remember his name, which just shows you how much I fucking <laughs> is, uh, is the guy. You mostly that, just have enemies. <laughs> yeah. I can remember, like, my personal heroes are Arnold Schwarzenegger and then the guy that invented golden rice, you know? Okay. Yeah. Uh, he invented a type of rice that contains vitamin A and exists in arid locations. Yeah. Uh, and you can spread it. I think it's also wheat that does the same thing. I, I don't know. But the whole point was that he fed like a billion fucking people and staved off global starvation in the 80s by creating strands of 
food-based plants that could exist in arid locations and were genetically modified to contain vitamins that the people in those areas were deficient in. So, like, he cured blindness in, like, starving children for entire generations by inventing basically GMOs, you know? Okay. And I was like, that's a personal hero of mine. I don't know if he's rich or not. I hope he is, you know, but probably not, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head that counters yeah well i'm not talking about like if so i looked it up jonas salk salk died with like three million dollars in 1995 yeah it's a lot of money but it's not really a lot of money that's what i'm talking about so if yeah if you're like like, would you say bernie sanders is evil he has more than three million dollars he has like probably around a couple million dollars which i mean like yeah like in today's you have that much money there's people who can afford to like buy you as their pet monkey that's the guys (laughs) i'm talking about (laughs) i I guess i don't know sure anyway like, that's the kind of money that if I just, like, saved well and did my shitty job, I could end up with at the end of my life, conceivably. Um, anyways, not important, not a big point. I just think that it's kind of silly um, how often the Bible will, A, say that, like, oh, worldly things don't matter, but then also promise so much of them and all this. It's, it's And then you tangle it into, like, you know, modern prosperity gospel, kind, American... Kind of- yeah, kind of summing up our argument. It is a contradiction how the Bible treats wealth. Yeah. And I can understand why evangelical Christians can kind of paint it however the fuck they want. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, me having ultra wealth, that's good. Look at all these verses telling you that wealth is a sign of prosperity and righteousness, you know. And then at the same time, there's a bunch of verses that are like, yeah, you know, you shouldn't be accruing wealth. You shouldn't be making your life's goal the, the pursuit of money. That's folly, you know. It, yeah. Whatever you can read into whatever you want to read it, and because I mean, for Joe in in let's take Solomon for example. In Solomon's case, he was richer than Jeff Bezos, presumably. Presumably, right? He was fucking Jeff Bezos as rich doesn't as God. own a country. Yeah. yeah, and also, but you you read these, you know, if we're to even slightly believe some of that stuff that we read in what uh, Kings and Saint or Chronicles, mm-hmm. uh, that motherfucker was insanely loaded, like. Uh, I, I had forgotten stupid. about it, but yes, we we distinctly discussed like him like having Croesus int- or whatever. Yeah, and, entire and so elephants of gold and shit. If a single person ever died of starvation in Israel, that's on him. You know, like he could have afforded to make sure that that would never happen. So, and I'm it didn't seem to really hint that that was high on his priority list. If there was beggars at the city gates, fuck Solomon is my point. Um, <laughs> and and well, the same with Job, because Job is obviously from a far more ancient time period where like money isn't even mentioned in Job, I don't think. It's all like physical material. They're not even it's mining sheep yet. and it's, yeah. you know, land. And so at, at that point, to be able to just basically be able to independently guarantee that you and everyone you love will never be hungry is pretty insane. Like he, he could basically live off of just the herds that existed and all his slaves doing all the work for him. Let, let, so. We are actually talking about a verse that we'll get to, but um, let's just cover that and then we'll backtrack. But like, because if we go to 1124, the one who scatters yet increases more. And there is one who withholds more than is right, but it leads to poverty. The generous soul will be made rich and he who waters will also be watered himself. The people will curse him who withholds grain, but blessing will be on the head of him who sells it. So, right there, you have a very factual statement. And again, I don't know if that's a contradiction or if it's more like a clarification. That, yeah, yeah, righteousness will lead to richness. But don't be a fucking dragon. You know, don't hoard wealth. 
don't don't when you see people starving, you know, and you've got a a, a vault full of rice and grains, you know, yeah. you could there, there, there is a benefit to that. But at the same time, I, I know there's a verse layer that says like, hey, a fool is the kind of guy that just throws all his money away and doesn't secure for his house. You know? Yeah. And, and also, I mean, this implies that the, only, the way to get more wealth is to try and give it away, um, which, as we've seen, t- plenty of poor people have, have done and uh, unsecessfully. <laughs> the, yeah. But, you know, yeah. And, they and, give to the church and they never see a fucking cent back, of course. <laughs> uh. I mean, I think there is probably something to, not not necessarily knocking the church in every aspect of it, but there you are often buoyed by community. You know, there is some value to that. You know, if someone gets cancer and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna have a casserole drive and make sure that they have food," whatever, there's value to that. But yeah, as long I, as I you're within that's... good standing in the church for whatever arbitrary uh, way you're able to <laughs> as obtain long as you're that. not divorced, then yeah, yeah, or what, or just popular. Let's be real; like that's kind of how those things work. Um, um, there's a whole other bit about how uh, how to be a good wife. You know, be discreet. Uh, a woman helps her man. Blah blah blah. blah, blah. You know, these are these are fine. I don't know. My I, least I really favorite anything... verse, I think, Go real quick, uh, is eleven thirteen. Actually, it's so fucking stupid. A gossip betrays confidence, but a trustworthy person keeps a secret. That's literally just defining what those two words are. <laughs> like, what's the point I, of that I verse? I guess. Um, it's like saying a thief steals things, but an honest person doesn't. It's like, yeah, I know. That's what a thief is. Why I are guess, you telling- but, you know, like, I, I'm no, a, I am a fucking gossipy queen. You know, I, I, and I, I betray secrets all the time. Anyone smart does not tell me anything of value. I will. Yeah, but th- we know that that's what a gossip is. That's the yeah. definition of a and gossip. And I'm a bad person for that. That's fine. I, I don't know if that is just defined. It's definitely defined. It doesn't say context. a gossip is a bad person. It just says mm-hmm. a gossip betrays a confidence and someone who's trustworthy keeps secrets. That's what a trustworthy, that's what being trustworthy means. I guess. <laughs> what, <laughs> right, I'm just saying right, most I, of them at I least I agree are like, with you, but there is like a. It'd be like a filthy thief steals things, and a good non-thief does it. I'd be like, okay, you're applying. I understand that you are just defining those things. You are also applying context, which allows me to understand deeper meaning. Yeah, okay, fine, whatever. I'm just saying, it feels like it. But it it feels like it stumbles on its cadence. Like every other verse, um, is it it adds some level of like da 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 da. Whereas this one is just like a single beat without like any. I don't know. It's just fucking stupid. <laughs> As a ring of gold in a swine's snout, so is a lovely woman who lacks discretion. Wait a second. I thought you couldn't dress up a pig. <laughs> apparently you can. Um, uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, apparently uh, you can put lipstick on a pig, but if that whore doesn't keep her mouth shut, then what difference does it make? Good to know. Um, whatever. That's chapter 11. Anything else? I don't know. Yeah, if you're if you're good, you'll get money. If you're bad, you won't. I don't know. <laughs> Whoever brings ruin on their family will inherit only wind. <laughs> yeah. See, see, my Bible's concordance states that that's an instance of the kind of person when they say bring ruin on their family, they mean someone who doesn't support their family, and the context is financially. Yeah. You know, if you are, you know, so again, back to that point of like, there's a right amount of wealth. That you're supposed to have that's good. Too much is too bad. Too little is too bad. I don't know that it's necessarily a contradiction, but 
Sure, you can hit the money sweet spot. I just think it's funny that it says if you ruin your family's wealth, you're not going to inherit anything. Again, it's kind of like, thank you for telling me that. Yeah, it's like, oh, (laughs) your inheritance will be the win. It's like, thanks, Pocahontas. (laughs) I thought that was a good thing. Um, (laughs) That's chapter 11. Chapter 12, more stupid shit, actually. Uh, Uh, (laughs) We've heard this one before. Whoever loves instruction loves knowledge, but he who hates correction is stupid. Got it. You know, are you the kind of guy that a lot of this stuff is like how to be wise? It is a mixed jumble. It does bounce around a lot. It's hard to like pin down a theme to any of these like chapters. There's little lulls, whatever. But yeah, if you're a smart guy, you can take constructive criticism. Got it. Basically, um, a wife of noble noble character is her husband's crown, but a disgraceful wife is like decay in his bones. Goddamn. Yeah, yeah. A good woman in the streets, that's good shit. <laughs> but a, uh, a freak in the streets, that's like, I don't know, psoriasis. I don't know. Yeah, keep some kind the of... freak in the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I think the Bible would agree, woman in the streets, freak in the sheets, is a good thing. You're supposed to pleasure I... your man however he wants it. Look at uh, the Duggars. They're happy. Oh, man. I would say at least it's not this Bible isn't doing any stupid shit like telling us husbands what to do. It knows better. <laughs> it is weird that there's no, I mean, I, is there any of that? Are we ever going to find a verse that's Not like, yet. hey, men, the clit? <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, make a, make a breakfast sometime. <laughs> hey, hey, not, don't have to just wait for, if I had a, if I had a Bible, that'd be one of the verses. It'd be in there. It's not going to be a major theme. Let's not, let's be real. But there would be at least one verse. It's like, you know what? If you've been just sitting around the house every night, make a date night. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Don't don't over hey don't throw your back out you know don't overdo it. <laughs> I, uh, but, uh, I saw something fucking absolutely stupid. It was uh it was a um, god it was some post on Reddit but it was like this girl who was jacked not like stupid jacked just like a gymnast body you know like very tight abs yeah I, pleasant to look at and then sure. these incels were like oh that's not what a girl's supposed to look like call me old-fashioned but a woman should be soft and pillowy so that she can comfort her man when he comes home from the horrors of war and it's like who oh, are these no. people you know the horrors of posting online yeah like oh Jesus. when he comes back from war he needs a soft supple woman to support him like i want a girl that can fucking fucking snap my nuts between her thighs what's the fucking problem with there Coward. yeah i like both they're all great yeah uh, but i'll say this I'm not going to say that all women are beautiful, because I've seen some dogs. No, obviously not. That's even dumber. Uh, what I will say <laughs> is that we need to actually declare war on these, like, trad guys. Oh, yeah. Or girls, too. Fuck them, too. I saw yeah. that. I was on Twitter the other day, and there was some girl that's like, society hates me just because I want to have a bunch of children and serve my husband. No, no one cares. No one cares. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. That you're just, insane. you you hate yourself deep down. Yes. You're projecting oh, yes. On, yeah, yeah. There's so many of those guys. They're like, oh, what what happened to this? And it's just like some Serbian women playing guitar in the woods. And it's like, I don't <laughs> Go do that. Fucking, yeah. What? Whatever happened to a girl that just sits there playing loosely guitar underneath a tree waiting for someone to kidnap her? <laughs> That's anyway. what Kazakhstan women are like. Yeah, pissing me off. Allegedly. So. <laughs> um. My favorite, or my, I think the most important verse of what we'll read today, chapter 12, verse 9. All right. Did you, uh, did you key in on this one yourself or no? I did not think much of it. Go for it. Okay. 
It's better to be a nobody, which I looked up and as the meaning here, it's like someone who's despised or not cared about by the community. Okay. So it's better to be a nobody and yet have a servant than <laughs> pretend to be a somebody or be conceited and have no food. Mm. Let's unpack that a little bit. Let's unpack that. Um, it makes me think of uh, my mom. Uh, yeah. Pretty rich lady. She's got lots of money. But sure. drove a, a 30-year-old yeah, she's Nissan. she's a bad person. Huh? I said, yeah, she's a bad person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I ruined Mother's Day this year over her fucking capitalist landlord bullshit. But, uh, Ooh. We'll, we'll save that for offline talk, but yeah, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> let's, let's not. But she drove like a fucking Nissan Quest that was 30 years old, and the fucking rear door was like held together with duct tape. You know, and it just looked like shit. And just no, no fucks given. You know, whatever. Have money. Don't give a fuck. You know, doesn't care if anyone likes her, you know. And then sure. I went to visit, like, um, I'm not going to throw, I, I went to visit Missy in Pace, Florida. And they were talking about, like, there was a very specific type of person who drove a trailer park, but, like, had a Camaro, like a fucking yeah. new Camaro and stuff. And, like, rock and roll. That's yeah, rock and roll. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, j- just that idea of, like, image over substance, you know. Yes, that's what this is about, is that it's more important to... Uh, basically, even if you're like an outcast, but hey, you take care of yourself. You have what you need mm-hmm. versus be the person who's conceited and more, you know, putting on parties and having guests over and, and having the Camaro and fr- right. but they're going hungry. That's not really the problem like that. It makes sense. Sure. The funny part is that the measure of having things and like being able to take care of yourself <laughs> isn't like food on the table. It's that you have a slave. (laughs) (laughs) It's that you own one of those fucking poor people that have no bread. (laughs) Yeah. It's like saying, oh, yeah, Jimmy over there, he's got a big flashy plantation, but I heard he can barely feed his kids. Meanwhile, me, little tiny farm, but I'll be goddamned if I don't got a whole pack of slaves. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it sounds like. It is pretty cool. It is is kind of a funny take that it's like, uh, it's like, I would rather people hate me, but... I have 15 undocumented workers <laughs> toiling for days so that I can make my money. Then be some guy that everybody loves but has nothing. You know, it's like, I, okay. I don't really understand it. Like, again, I, I'll i be honest with you. It did not stand out to me. But now that I'm noticing it, I'm like, isn't that your whole fucking opposite of your point? Was yeah. that be the kind of person that everyone likes and is a, you know... Um, well, I guess it says then he who honors himself but lacks yeah, bread. Yeah, it's talking. It's talking about being conceited. So, like, yeah. I mean, it's trying to buy friends or whatever. Presumably, you're spending money on on bolstering your uh, good name <laughs> what, as opposed to. Uh, I'm thinking of that. What's that Korean song? Open Gangnam style, whatever. Gang, yeah, Gangnam style. Gangnam style. Yeah, it specifically was a reference to Koreans who have mountains of debt. Yeah. Uh, and have gangs, cool Gangnam style, but have but are mountains of debt. They're extremely poor, but they have a lot of flash. You know. Yeah, that's what this talk. That is exactly what this is talking about. I didn't know that that song was about it. That's cool. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> His other song, "I Hate America," didn't chart as well, but <laughs> <laughs> you got to read between the lines. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a good verse. The next one's actually good. Or sorry, that's a shitty verse. The next one is good, though. The righteous care for the needs of their animals, but the kindest acts of the wicked are cruel. Okay, good. We care about animals. I like that. Yeah, that's all right. I like that in a Bible. It shouldn't be. It is weird. 
whatever. I'm not going to talk about Yeah, there, there's not much to talk about there. You ever meet a guy who's just a fucking dick to animals and has yeah, no concern them. for their lives and you just want to stab them in the neck, you know? And will. And will, yeah. Um, the only other thing that I have in this chapter, and I want to make a tradition of this. And okay. I'm sorry that I didn't warn you that I was going to start a new tradition. Okay. You had this idea that we were going to come up with like proverbs of our own or like sure. from life that we were going to throw out. I haven't out. been doing that, but yes. Yeah. So I have something that's a little bit easier. Okay. Each week in whatever we're reading, right. pick one verse that you want the other person to take to heart. Oh, God. Because <laughs> I've got one for you. Oh, you fuck. <laughs> I, need you to t- I need you to take into consideration chapter 12, verse 15. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, read the it out. Way, the way of the fools seem right to them, but the wise listen to advice, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> um. God, you fucker. Uh, <laughs> I know. I forgot to warn you. Yeah, you didn't warn me. I, they I all apply I to me. Just, um, <laughs> I'd have to think of it. I, I saw what the other one did that I, that I didn't think of. I'll have to think of it later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you did catch me by a uh, Do you have anything else from 12? I don't. It's stupid. Don't Diligent hands will rule. Laziness ends in forced labor. Wow. That's actually kind of fun. I just dropped on that one. Uh, if you're lazy, <laughs> you're going to become a slave. That's cool. Well, I know that a lot of slaves, uh, you know, are lazy. That's the that's the trick. That's why you got to work them so hard, you know. Yeah, that's true. I can again every time that I read verses like that, I picture Michael Fassbender's character from Twelve Years a Slave, where he oh, would, like yeah. gives sermons to the slaves, yeah. and like you know, this is like the verse he's reading to them. Oh, he's like, yeah, yeah. "You're only slaves because you're being too lazy to me now." You hear? I like. Uh, well. <laughs> This is a tangent. I, I want to talk about the history of Native Americans and slavery in America. Uh, okay. And how funny I think that is. Um, All right. After this episode, remind me. Native Americans, okay. slavery. Well, I don't have shit else to say about this chapter. I don't, yeah, after, I mean, after, after. Should we wrap it up? Uh, yeah, that's about it. And we're not going to cover anything particularly, um, you know, the one who speaks like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise promotes wealth. You know, like, yeah, speak righteousness, don't lie, um, whatever, blah, blah, blah prosperity gospel bullshit yeah oh there was one other one thing that did happen that was kind of funny was i was looking up proverbs 12 9 because i wanted to find like an example in the or i want to find like uh christians basically explaining it like what's their fucking excuse for this shit this whole like oh having a slave proves that you're uh you know that you're uh cool you know, that's that's the standard is that you should have a slave and then that's how you know you're good to go. And <laughs> so I was they like, made it. yeah, so I'm going through trying to find someone like to even comment on it. And there's nothing, which is fascinating. Um, but I finally get to this one write up. It's like a few paragraphs from some shitty church about what it means. And they're basically explaining, you know, yeah, having a servant is a sign that you were doing good. But then I go down and read the comment section. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> No, it's not as fun. It's not as fun as you think it's going to be. It's just really depressing, actually. So, it's twelve nine, right? Is the is the uh, The is the verse? And so on. Sorry, on December ninth of last year, a few months ago. Sure. So twelve nine. Got it. So that's how Christians like get this weird superstitious shit where they're like, "Oh, it's the date, so I'm going to go find that verse and read it." You know. Uh, there, that verse is re- replicated a billion times. There's plenty of twelve nines that are stupid. Yeah, I'm sure. it's it's astrology, right? That's all it is. It's zodiac signs. Sure. 
so here's Donna Shahan. Yeah, I'm I'm naming her. Oh, good. <laughs> Donna Shahan says, "I actually looked this proverb up just to buy just by today's date, and boy, it is just what I needed." My husband died three years ago this month. <laughs> I don't know. Is that the joke? I'm not done. I don't know why I'm laughing. My husband died three years ago this month, and I see I have gone down the wrong path. Cause I guess she doesn't have a slave. So grateful for God's prompting that led me to this scripture. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine what's going on in her life. <laughs> that she read a verse that said, you need to uh, be hated by the community, but have a slave. And she's like, that's right. That's I me. <laughs> Everyone hates me because I poisoned my husband. And <laughs> it's just so fucking ridiculous. Like, what is she talking about? But now I have enslaved the pool boy. Like, yeah, you got it. You anyway. Uh, I, I just thought it would be funny if she like didn't slaves. have bread. She's like, yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm hungry. I'm the hungry community does right love now. me, but I am hungry now that I don't have a man to feed me. Uh, I wonder what anyway. she's thinking. That is funny. Um, Maybe one day we'll meet her. Yeah, that's it. That's twelve. Gives a shit. Yeah, that's twelve. That's the app. I think. Um, I wonder if this of- was profound at the time. I wonder. Um, I, don't, I don't know anything about the surrounding nations. I mean, you probably. I don't know if Google touches on it or if there's more history to touch in. I have no idea what the Assyrians were preaching at this time. Um, oh, that's a good point. I have no idea what the Philistines were talking about. I don't know if, like, if you had gone to Babylon, the king was like, hey, guys, fucking measure your scales correctly. And, uh, you know, a good woman it makes for a good house. Don't fuck around. You know, like, I don't know if it was like – because the, the premise is, is that Solomon was granted ultimate wisdom from God. And yeah. when they stated that – when Solomon hear when we hear about that in what is it like Second Samuel? Just a moment, Solomon. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I think it's anyways, Samuel. From anyway, somewhere. it doesn't matter. But Solomon gets ultimate wisdom from God. At the time, it's not defined. I'm not sure if the people reading the book would have understood the context. But we know we now know that wisdom means a very practical application of it. To be granted wisdom from God means you're the kind of person where, you know, you slow down at a yellow. You don't speed up because, you know, you could catch another guy or a pedestrian trying to hop across the lane. You know I mean? Like, it's supposed to be practical. To have wisdom from God means you're the kind of person that doesn't fuck a mountain of whores and destroy a nation. That's it. That's all. Let me tell you something. Okay. I'm about to read some Assyrian Proverbs. Okay. And you're going to be so pissed off that we're not reading those instead of the stupid (laughs) fucking Bible. Ready? Fear the goat from the front, the horse from the rear, and man from all sides. Whoa. That rocks. That's a fucking great proverb. Yeah. Here we go. I got more. There is no shame in not knowing. The shame lies in not finding out. So, like, yeah, it's being ignorant of something shouldn't be shameful. It's if you're not able to learn. Like, these are great. That's fucking great. That's so much better. The rich would have to the rich would have to eat money if the poor did not provide food. Oh my god, the fucking These Assyrians. Are and this was from the, the the same era or earlier. So no, no excuse for this Solomon, shit. Solomon, you're kind of fucking dumb in comparison. <laughs> yeah, I hate him. Jesus. Anyways, those are and great. And just ones. keep going. They're all great. Let's get let, honestly, let's let, save some. We're going to do some more okay. proverbs, but we're going to every we're gonna, time we'll come back into Assyrian proverbs. I'm going to look up a bunch of fucking other proverbs. 
just to show how <laughs> stupid Solomon is. Look for like is Babylonian there, ones too. Is there is there a mountain of Assyrian proverbs about not banging whores? Because that's I would love to, I would I I would love it if even at Solomon's greatest task, proverbs about whores, they still outdo him. You know, I'll have to I'll have to search for that. That will yeah. be interesting to find out. Anyways, fuck, fuck you, do. Bible. Uh, <sighs> What's our email address? <laughs> yeah, if you want to send us an email, that's still the only way to reach out to us besides, like, I guess, anthrax letters or something, if mm-hmm. you wanted to kill us. Uh, a Revelations podcast at gmail.com. I don't even have, like, a website. We have a Gmail, so. Just a Gmail. It's all we I need. mean, you can go to our Podbean website. If you, like, search Podbean or Revelations podcast, we kind of have a landing page there. You can follow us. Oh, yeah. So I think, I think people can send comments there. We've don't. never mentioned that. That we have yeah, a Podbean like, official page? Yeah. Go find us on our Podbean page. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't, yeah, don't, don't do it, but you can. I have to say publicly. Um, All right. Native uh, Americans and slaves? You Native to, Americans and slaves. Okay. Yeah. This is just one of those things I thought about. Us? Huh? Oh, uh, you want to do like a 13% type thing? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. Um, no, I just thought like the history of slaves in America is kind of interesting. And I don't think a lot of people are fully aware of it. But I thought there was something, again, talking about niche cultures and like a conversation that must have been fucking funny to have was that the first crop of the South really that brought slavery into vogue was rice. Uh Okay. Is that they would have Louisiana rice fields. And then with the invention of northern industry, they create a machine that actually cultivates rice better, and they could grow it in higher altitudes, like mountain altitudes. And they had machines that could do it. So they're like, fuck, you know, those goddamn northerners figured it out. We got to find a better crop. And so they started planting cotton. Um, anyway, the, so the first crop is swampland fucking rice. So they imported yeah. a bunch of uh, Indians. They had what they had, Native Americans, you know. But Native Americans are super susceptible to malaria. So they just huh. kept dying. So they were like, we got to find a better crop. And like, there's just some guy that's like, guys, it's this domestic fucking product. We have to get a fucking export. We need to get, we need to get foreign, foreign goods. Everyone knows how good that African shit is. So that's kind of what spurred the African, West African slave trade was to huh. find malaria resistant p- product. <laughs> so which was black like people. Work them. Yeah, which was black people. Well, African people specifically. Yeah. But uh, I just love the idea of like uh, I don't know I don't know if it's funny to anyone else. It's pretty horrific. But the idea of like two guys like man like they're just watching like eight dead Native Americans like this fucking product sucks. <laughs> we've got to we've got to get a foreign export in here today and bring better, in some faster, stronger. Goods. Yeah, yeah. Gotta Interesting. Find better. That is cotton. news to me. I had never heard that before. Um, so it's I mean I'm not going to say the Native Americans lucked out because that's for <laughs> something to happen. But, I mean, imagine if they were malaria-resistant. I wonder if the African slave trade would have ever happened. Yeah, we probably would have had a Native American president by now. Nice. <laughs>